0: Oh shit sing it Michael sing it Michael it's that time of year folks 2019 is you know it's on the way fuck it's the 29th today so it's time to look in the mirror change my ways there's no doubt about that and make a change oh shit what's up folks welcome back to the millennial man child podcast and as always i'm your gracious host miles casey how are we doing folks we doing all right i'm doing okay i'm rocking that samurai bun today son that samurai man bun fucking put some respect on it you know i always hear people joking about oh man buns are the lamest thing in the world that's fine i'll take it I was like, what does he, what does that person think he is, fucking samurai? Yeah, bitch, I am a samurai, fucking come at me, son, I'll cut your dick off, I think that's what samurais do, right? I'm not sure, I'm not an expert on, you know, that stuff, but, enough, you know, enough of that, enough of the man bun hate, you know, we respect the bun here on the the Millennial Man Child Podcast, that's all I'm saying, put some respect on the bun, that might be the fucking gayest shit I've ever said, <laughs> No offense, you know, uh, so what are we getting into today? Oh, I wanted to start off today reading a little passage. I haven't done this in a while and I like to do it. And, uh, this was a point one today. This was a good one. I needed this. Um, it was from my daily stoic, the meditations I try to read. I don't read them as much as I should lately, but I read this today and it was good. So I wanted to share it with you folks before we get into the episode today. Alright, so here it is, uh, December 29th, Give Thanks. And the quote is by Seneca from his Moral Letters. In all things, we should try to make ourselves be as grateful as possible. For gratitude is a good thing for ourselves. In a manner in which justice, commonly held to belong to others, is not. Gratitude pays itself back in large measure. Then they go on to say, kind of break it down a little bit, you know, explain what that means. Think of all the things that you can be grateful for today, that you are alive, that you live in a time primarily of peace, that you have enough health and leisure to read this book. What of the little things? The person who smiled at you, the woman who held open the door, the song you liked on the radio or the pleasant weather. Gratitude is infectious. Its positivity is radiant. Even if today was your last day on earth, if you knew in advance that it was going to end in a few short hours would there still be plenty to be grateful for how much better would your life be if you kicked off every day like that if you let it carry through the through from the morning to night and touch every part of your life i think that's pretty powerful it's a good reminder you know one of the first podcasts i ever did was on gratitude and i should probably go back and listen to that a little bit to give myself a reminder because you know it's sometimes it's it's always important to be grateful and have gratitude especially around the holidays you know, spending time with family and friends and all that fun stuff. But, you know, it's also easy to get caught up in your own bullshit, kind of, you know, be looking at the neighbor next door and saying, man, why does that guy have the nice truck and I don't? Or why does that guy have this and I don't? You know, when you're comparing yourself to others, it's really kind of taken away from you. And instead, you could just be thankful and happy with what you do have. And that's such a much more beneficial way to go through life, in my opinion. And it's uh, it's been proven. Like, if you are more grateful if you practice gratitude daily. They say it can increase your happiness up to ten percent, and ten percent happiness that ain't you know that ain't nothing to nod your head at. That's a pretty big deal. I feel like. So you know if you're trying to be ten percent happier, practice a little gratitude. I think it'll be good for you. Uh, you know I was th- had me thinking about what am I grateful for? You know I'm, I'm grateful for a job. You know I don't always uh, love going to work, whatever. But I'm thankful I have a job, right? Uh, I'm grateful for my friends and family. I'm grateful for comedy. I'm grateful for you folks listening to this podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, when you remind yourself of the little things that make your day better and you know help push you forward in a more positive manner, it's just it's just a better way to live, and it leads to just more happiness and a better feeling overall. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get back to that that gratitude train again here lately. Uh, and I must say before we get into today's episode, I do want to apologize for the episode being so late. I have been very sick the past couple days. It was fucking terrible. I hate being sick, you know, and what's the worst part about it is like, you know, you normies probably who don't have allergies like me. Uh, I, I always think when I start getting the sniffles or whatever, I'm like, Oh, allergies are acting up. Right. And I was fucking taking allergy medicine, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't doing shit to this. I was like, uh, oh. This ain't allergy related apparently. Because I'm getting lit up. And then psh, progress from there. and uh, was not fun. The only good part about it was. is uh, I actually did have two days off. Which I hadn't had two days off in a row in such a long time. That was fucking glorious. And uh, since I was sick. I took it upon myself to do absolutely fucking nothing. And it felt great. I didn't even feel bad about doing nothing. Because I was sick and felt like shit. So it was the only real benefit of being sick is that. You can do absolutely nothing, be a piece of human garbage, and it's justified, and it feels good, actually. You know what I'm saying? Well, besides being sick, that shit still sucks. But, so yeah, thank you for being patient. Sorry it's coming out on a Saturday. I know that's really weird. But, uh, yeah, let's just get into it. We'll, we'll have a fun one for you today. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at miles mileskco 6 and Twitter at mkco 6 uh, You're the best, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you.
1: I've been putting days in, and it got me in the days in, and the shit that I've been making is amazing, and things are moving fast, it's changing, working all week, no breaks, it was crazy, deadlines, deadlines, they would never trade me, come through the crib and be lazy, come through the crib and be lazy with me. We could watch Netflix, or we could just have sex, I know I hit your roommate, but don't worry, that was last year, uh. Always caught up in the past shit. Layup line, she was practice. Apple TV put on a good show, and yes, she got the number for the good blow. I smoke a lot, you can probably tell. Pop a perk, now I'm high shell. Neighbors getting annoyed by the smell. Fuck it though, fuck it no, You and me, we could go anywhere we wanna go. These niggas so unoriginal. I'll tell you anything you wanna know.
0: Oh, right. let's get into it, folks. So, where do we start today? Um, I guess i first. I should say, you know, I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. I hope you have a great New Year's. You know, stay safe, get wild, you know, get get loose, be a little freaky, get weird, but you know, be safe be safe, do the right thing, don't drink and drive, you know what I'm saying, uh, but yeah, uh, I hope you all had a great Christmas, mine, pretty lackluster this year, that's all right, you know, I did get to talk to the family, gave them a call, FaceTime with some folks, but, uh, I did have to work on Christmas, Starbucks, uh, you know, had to answer that call, the fucking, the fucking horn was going off, so the kid showed up, and it was nice, it wasn't that bad, you know, shirt was fucking busy, like, which makes no sense, right, what are these people doing, go be with your family, it's fucking Christmas, you know what I'm saying, go be with your family, go to church, you fucking heathens, the Lord has risen, or whatever, you know, yeah, I think that's which one it is, no, he was born, whatever, uh, go, you go to church, don't go to Starbucks, get out of here, you know, it was always, it was was really busy, but people were fucking, you know, splashing the pot with the tips, which was nice. So I'm looking forward to that. Plus I got paid time and a half. It wasn't that bad. Uh, That was the first Christmas I had ever worked. So that was a bit weird, Um, but it wasn't that bad. Like I said, Uh, took, took it on the chin just fine. Um, But I don't know. So it was one of the weird things that kept happening is like people were thanking me. They're like, Oh, thank you for working today. It's like, bitch, don't thank me. Just don't show up that would be nice, if you wanted to, to do something nice for Christmas, don't go to the place that's open, I mean, maybe they need the business or whatever, but like, Starbucks doesn't, it was trash to be open, we, we were busy as fucks. So they got cha-ching, cha-ching, they made money, but, uh, you know, it's weird, these people are like, thank you for being here, it's like, bitch, don't thank me, why are you here, go, go be with your family, get out of here, I don't want to see your face, I don't want to make your fucking latte, you know, whatever, I'm just being salty, You know, I got to be more grateful. I got to be, you know, thankful that those people were there and they're splashing the pot with them tips and making it rain because I'm looking forward to getting those, uh, you know, those fatty tips and the paycheck will be nice too since, you know, got that time and a half. So it's not all bad. Not all bad. Uh, And also after it was was crazy, I was like, uh, just as I was getting off work, uh, I don't know. I obviously have a look to me, right? People see me and they go, that guy does drugs he does drugs i can just see it you know there's an energy that's just you know permeating through my pores and my vibrant radiate like you know they're just like yes that guy does drugs and this random dude came up to me after i was off of work and was like hey man what are you doing what you up to how you doing uh he's like "You, you, you like uh you like mushrooms and i'm like i don't not like mushrooms you know what i'm saying? <laughs> you know what i'm saying? And you know, it was Christmas day and the homie was like, "Well, merry christmas, sir." And he hooked me up with a little bit of mushroom chocolate. And that was nice. That was a good that was a good gift. That was a nice little treat. So, you know, n- naturally, i i ate it because I don't know. You know, a lot of people are like, "Why would you do that? Some some random guy gives drugs off the street. Why would you do that?" Yeah, you're right you're, you're, you're 100% right, I'm a fucking idiot, but it was fun, and uh, here I am, you're probably like, oh, that's why you got sick, you dumb fuck, yeah, yeah, maybe, all right, okay, maybe, I'm not willing to admit it, but, uh, definitely probably has something to do with it, but yeah, so my Christmas, you know, got a little weird, put on Home Alone 2, which is a great movie, fucking phenomenal, you know, not as good as one, because one was the original, but, well done nonetheless very uh one of my favorite christmas movies both of those i and i you know watched the grinch as well it was it wasn't that bad it wasn't that bad at all plus when i was watching home alone two, i got reminded uh you know the the og little the little homie kevin McAllister. uh you know goes to new york city he's separated from his family gets on the wrong plane is balling out of control in a hotel room which i just i just love it's so funny. He's like, if I ever, because like at one point in the movie, they're like, if I, Kev's like, if I ever went on my own vacation, it would be way better than any fucking vacation you ever went on. And you know, the family goes to Florida and there's some little fucking dumpster motel that has like murders out in front of it basically. And he's like living in the largest, most luxurious, fucking suite, eating all the ice cream. Fucking love that movie. But he also has just like me, you know, the young man child himself. I have made friends with, you know, I don't know, friends, but acquaintances. We're, we're friendly, right? I'm nice to these people, the homeless people that come into Starbucks. I know a lot of them, you know, they get to tell me their crazy stories, which I kind of am fascinated by and like to listen to, honestly. But, you know, some people give me some flack, like, why would you waste time with them? You're wasting real estate up here in your brain. You don't need to talk to these people, da-da-da-da-da, whatever it may be. But, you know, seeing the little homie Kev, uh, befriending the pigeon lady, you know, which she has like pigeon shit all over She's a homeless lady in New York and she ends up helping him and saving the day. Uh, it's, it's very, you know, I don't picture these people saving the day for me, but I have a, a nice relationship. I treat them well. And, you know, that's what the the little homie did. And it made me feel good about doing it and being respectful and kind of treating these people nicely and giving them a little bit of my time. You know, maybe say I'm on a fucking break at Starbucks. <laughs> And they'll just come up and they'll start talking to me. And usually, if you're on a break, you know, you don't want to be dealt with. You don't want to be talked to. You don't want to be, you don't want to deal with people. But I'm just like, eh, whatever, I'll, you know, I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll be nice. And, you know, it's so funny. I get to hear these wild stories and kind of get a little peek into the side of the, you know, into the loony bin, if you will. And I'm not trying to be mean. It's unfortunate. But a lot of these people do have mental health issues. And, uh, you know, for example, I'll give you two examples, then we'll, then we'll move it on. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, fucking sickness sucks. But, uh, the first one is Eddie. This guy, it looks like fucking Doc from Back to the Future, uh, but with a little, like, crystal meth spin, you know what I'm saying? Just like a little, little tweak on it, a little, heavy. the tweak is heavy, is what I'm saying, the tweak is heavy. But he's a nice guy, very friendly, um haven't really had any problems with him but he was telling me the other day uh christmas eve was actually eddie's birthday and he was talking to me after i got off work he's like hey miles come over here miles let me talk to you let me talk to you and uh so i go over there i'm like what's up eddie how you doing buddy and he's like hey what do you think about this what do you think i should do i mean it's my birthday and a guy over in pb promised me a gram he'd front me a gram of crystal if i go over there and get it and i'm like "What?" The- fuck dude like this guy is asking me what he should do about going to get some potentially you know fronted for some crystal meth and you know meth not my jam i don't you know i like drugs not meth you know fucked up part of the reason like my life is fucked up as it is is because of crystal meth you know parents dabbled a time or two i think so normally i'm against it and i would say no but it was eddie's birthday right? It's his birthday, dude. Go get blasted off that crystal, son. Go get higher than high can be, you know? You should go be fucking climbing Mount Everest after you get that fucking that crystal, son. I'm not going to tell you no. I was like, yeah, buddy, it's your birthday? Fucking light that shit up, dude. Fucking spark, spark, son. I don't care. Uh, You know, maybe that's bad advice, but he's already homeless. It's not going to change anything. It's not like you know, it's like, go have some fun, it's your fucking birthday, yeah, go get, go get you some controlled, some controlled substances, son, do you, you know, and it was just funny that he was asking me, but yeah, so, you know, that's one little example, funny story, right, that's a fun, who doesn't want to hear about a little crystal meth action, I don't know, I find it interesting, (laughs) and then another one, there's this guy named Rick, and I was out there on my break, you know, smoking the jewel, as one does, didn't even work there, that's fucking pathetic, but, uh, he comes up to me, and he's telling me, I don't know, he's getting into it, right, he's, he's in it, he's in his own world, he has his own reality that he's created, and he's talking to me about it, basically, right, he's telling me, he's like, Miles, you'll never, you'll never know this, but, uh, I'm actually undercover CIA, and I'm like, oh shit, Rick, oh shit undercover huh damn what are you like what are you doing undercover and he goes on and he proceeds to tell me you know he's been shot multiple times he got shot with buckshot in the ass just last week and now he's telling me that he's helping donald trump he's helping donald trump uh stop or prevent nuclear war with north korea he's you know he's in the trenches he's out here he's maneuvering and making the plays and preventing nuclear war but since he's preventing the nuclear war Uh, Nancy Pelosi, apparently, you know, that old ass lady who's been killing it for fucking decades in the Senate, uh, apparently put a hit out on him and that's why he got shot in the ass. And, but luckily since he's in the CIA, he's got satellites watching everything and he's like fucking the satellites are, they're, they're seeing everything and they're giving that information back to him, you know? So, uh, Yeah. That's an, you know that's another fun little story I wouldn't have got to find out unless I was you know nice to these homeless people and you know listen to their stories just a little bit get into some of the details. It's uh, it's crazy to think you know some eighty year old lady Nancy Pelosi's out here fucking putting hits on people, but you never know, never know. I know some of my Republican friends back home are like, damn fucking right, that shit sounds that Miles has never spoke more truth on this podcast until that moment right there. Yeah, and it's just so funny just like to think that somebody is helping Donald Trump prevent nuclear war. It's like, dude, you want to help prevent nuclear war, take Donald Trump's Twitter away, bro. That's where it starts. That's where that starts in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just wild. And I, I, like I said, I kind of enjoy it. Maybe it's a, uh, a bit selfish for me, but I, you know, I'll help him out. I'll hook a homie up every once in a while with, uh, I'll give him like my free sandwich or something. If I don't need it, whatever, you know, just do a little nice thing for him every once in a while. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll end it there. We'll, you know, that's enough homeless talk. I just, I just liked that me and Kevin McAllister were both like, you know, we're, we're fucking out here repping, respecting, you know, being good, good humans. Yeah, I don't know. I just like to toot my own horn, basically. You know that. you If you've listened to the podcast at all, that's all this is. It's just me fucking self-flagellating the whole time. Just, just jerking, just stroking it. Oh, I'm the best. I'm the best. I kill it. Yeah, so a little bit. We'll end that there. That's enough of that. Um, what else? So. Uh, tonight, there are some fucking really big UFC fights. December 29th, as is today. Uh, John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson. Gonna be a fucking banger. The first fight was one of the best fights of all time. Incredible fight. John Jones just snuck it out by the hair of his fucking chinny-chin-chin. Chin. But since then, it has been a crazy run for John Jones. This dude has not been able to escape a lick of controversy. He has just been up and down and just fucking poor guy has been drunk drug through the, the gutter basically mostly pretty much all his fault so you, you you know feel bad for him if you want but you also have to realize like this guy's just can't get out of his own fucking way one of the best fighters of all time if not the best incredible talent just a fucking killer so much fun to watch fight and i've been a big fan for a long time but man After all the controversy that's surrounded his career, it's tainted his legacy a little bit in my mind, and it's just like, it's really hard for me to cheer for him still, you know? Like, this is a guy who I love to watch fight, have always been a fan of, but for him to pop again, whether, you know, they're saying it's good, they're saying it's clean, they're saying nothing else happened, blah, 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 you know, same old song and dance, Especially when there's fucking dollar signs on the line like a bunch a bunch of dollar signs you know when john jones is fighting that's a money fight so the ufc definitely didn't want this one to fucking not happen again they wanted to make that cheddar cheese and uh you know he popped again tested positive for some metabolites or whatever it may be steroids it's just it's just a bad look they moved the fight from fucking las vegas to la in a week that's another bad look it's just like the ufc i just i don't know it's one of my favorites. I love it. But the shit they do sometimes is so suspect and just so, like, they just don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? They just don't give a fuck. They're just trying to get that paper son. So I guess I respect that a little bit. But uh, it should be a good fight. I don't know. We'll see. I almost always cheer for USA. And Alexander Gustafson's a fucking Swede. Or maybe Swedish or Swiss. or I don't know. He's one of those two. Uh, but I almost find myself cheering for him. He's the underdog. Uh, It was a real close fight last time. He's fucking been put through the ringer with this crazy John Jones shit and stuff again. And it's just like, I kind of just want to see John Jones take an L. Just, you know, he might come back and win every fight for the rest of his career after that. But if he just takes one L, it would almost just be like, hey, there you go. You, You have to fucking put your head on straight. You have to be in the zone. You can't just, like, not train and show up and be a fucking beast. Like, he can, and he has, but... We'll see. We'll see. It should be interesting. Unfortunately, I am going to miss the fight. I'm probably going to try and watch it tomorrow because tonight I'm going to the House of Blues to see, you know, my buddy Tyler Nuneswander, his band, the Clean Cut Hippies. They have, uh, you know, I've had him in Austin on the podcast before, two of the band members, and they're playing at the House of Blues. How fucking cool is that? Somebody I know, their band is playing at the House of Blues downtown in San Diego, and they hooked the kid up with some free tickets. So, it would just be plain, you know, just disrespectful not to go. So, I'm definitely going to go. I'm going to miss the fights, which is a bit of a bummer, but not in this case because I'm going to be having a lot of fun seeing my buddy play in his band, and it's a sold-out show. A couple other bands are on theirs too, but I'm only worried about seeing the the, the homies. So, going to be doing that tonight. should be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, but other than that, I just wanted to mention, you know, the last year, you know, uh, NFL's wrapping up, the season's coming to an end, the Chiefs are playing the Raiders, and, you know, I was hoping to have uh, a first-round bye and home-field playoffs throughout uh, as my Christmas present last week when the fucking Chiefs would have won, but they didn't win, they they lost, and uh, so I guess basically, you know, we have to win, against the Raiders, especially if the fucking stupid Chargers beat the Broncos. I do not want that to happen. Really hoping the Broncos show up, put that best foot forward, and stick it in the fucking Chargers' ass. You know what I'm saying? But uh, if the Chiefs get the dub, beat the Raiders. You know, the Raiders are going to... I know it's the Raiders, and they're trash, and they're really garbage, and, you know, I don't even understand how anyone can even be a Raiders fan because they're so trash and garbage, and I just hate the Raiders. Uh, But they're going to be looking to play spoiler. This is their Super Bowl. Fucking showing up uh in arrowhead preventing us possibly from getting that first round and you know the number 1 overall seed uh yeah they're going to be fucking fired up they're going to be ready to go and our defense has been a liability just a fucking liability just not been able to get it done so we'll see it should be an interesting game i'm just hoping the chiefs pull it out get that win so i can fucking rest easy and i don't even think the chiefs have ever been the number 1 overall seed since i've been alive so this would be huge this would be awesome It'd be a nice little treat hopefully we can actually get a win in the playoffs that'd be a bigger treat especially if we can you know do that again again and then go to the super bowl <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah so we'll see uh, i'm looking forward to that we we'll, uh but hopefully the chiefs can do it but yeah we'll we'll wrap it up there uh as always thank you for listening and much love
1: to get the man who has everything trying to fit myself into a schedule and a wedding ring trying to eat everything i was raised to come across my plate then i better swing trying to turn confederate flags into confetti strings trying to back up my baby mama like kevin Federline. heard they got some nice ass houses out there in beverly never leave where i came from i just need me some stockings in the chimney they can hang from photos so my kids can find out where they got their names from christmas cards so gorgeous other families want to frame one real talk i need a front yard a backyard a side yard a side yard and side bar a dry bar nine cars in the garage and it's on hella acres i'm tired of people visiting and taking that elevator well we'll keep the elevator love me forever that's all half of you love me forever that's all half of
0: you
1: don't gifts get rewrapped that shit could
0: get all right like there you shop. have it folks Ha <laughs> ha we are done, that is all there is to do, woohoo, we did it, another episode of the Millennial Man Child Podcast is in the books, it's in the books, son, you know what no, I'm saying, know what I'm saying, so yeah, that's cool, Um, that's really, you know, I'm gonna keep it short today, I don't have too much for you here, Um, you, you know, I just always, as always, in the spirit of being grateful and getting ready for the new year, I am going to be setting some new goals. I'll talk about those next week. We'll get into, you know, setting some goals and figuring out what I want to do with 2019 and how I think 2019 is going to go in my mind. We're going to we're gonna set up some plans, and then we'll talk to you folks and share them with you so hopefully it can motivate you to get ready for the new year, be ready to set down some new goals, and, you know, make 2019 your bitch, son. That's what's up. Why not? Why not? Why not make it your bitch? You know, sure, 2018 lumped me on the head a couple of fucking times maybe, you know, maybe fucking throw me, threw me down a couple of stairs, whatever, that's all right, 2019, we're fucking turning it around, we're gonna make it a good year, and I hope you do too, so yeah, you know, maybe think about some goals, think about what you're doing, get ready for it, um, but other than that, I guess I have a few things to recommend here, uh, I don't know, I was gonna recommend Bird Box, but obviously everybody's already seen it, I think I might have even been a little bit late to it, but it was pretty good, It was pretty good, I liked it, it wasn't like, it didn't blow my mind, you know, a lot of people have been ranting and raving about it, but I thought it was solid, not bad, pretty good, you know, a lot of these, uh, sensory depriving movies have been, it's been a new theme of horror lately, right, like, there's that movie where you couldn't make any sound because if they hear the sound, they'll be able to get you, there's the one where you're like, now, you, you, this one, obviously, you know, spoiler alert, they have, like, the bandana, like, the fucking bandana around their eyes because you know they don't want to see the things whatever uh it's been a kind of a common theme lately and i, I don't mind it it's a, it's a new theme and it's kind of fun it's a new way to talk about horror kind of thrillers or be a little scary whatever you want to call it so i enjoyed it it was good so maybe check out that um other than that yeah that's really it well just just check out that uh and the music for today's episode obviously the, the intro song was man in Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. Uh, The other ones in order are Be Lazy by Skizzy Mars. Uh, The Man Who Has Everything by Chance the Rapper. And Matchbox by The Kooks. As always, thank you beautiful bastards for listening. I love your faces. You're the best. You're the best. Uh, Much love. Big hugs. Kisses from me. And yeah, that's all I got for you. So until next time, folks. Millennial Man Child signing out.
1: Peace. Walks along her lonely beat.
0: She trips, and falls into it all, and I wish I'd bite my
1: lip and call away from you, my little one. Oh, you, my little one, don't come too close. You don't wanna see my ghost. You're I'm betrayed by you, my sweetheart. Too far, and do you want to see my heart bleed for you? You are him, human you, him. you know my heart.